1: Welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Bredeman, and we're delighted to be here with you again this morning on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and also on our live stream at YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago, which is the account for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Here on The Verse, Voice of Charity, we're always glad to feature a partner profile or a closer look at some of, one of the many partners Catholic Charities has across Cook and Lake County who want to help and support our work. For many years, Loyola University here in Chicago has been one of those key valued partners on such issues as multicultural social work, social welfare welfare policy, migration policy, and education. Today, we're so pleased to have the opportunity to discuss Loyola's Social Justice Internship Program and how it has provided win-win opportunities for students and our clients in recent years. With us to discuss this are Jorian Tucker, Community Partnerships Coordinator in Loyola's Center for Engaged Learning, Teaching and Scholarship, as well as Esther Marcos, who is a Loyola student and who participated in the internship program during the last academic year. Welcome Jorian and Esther.
2: Thank you for having us, Katie.
1: Thank Thank you. you. Thanks so much for being on the show. Um, Jorian, can we please start with you? Can you tell us what the goals are of Loyola's Social Justice Internship Program?
2: Sure, so the the Social Justice Internship Program is a a year long program, a 250 to 275 hour internship experience uh, for students at Loyola. And so uh, students engage in significant work at uh, one of five different Nonprofit organizations throughout Chicagoland that we partner with for the program. And so those uh, organizations include Catholic Charities, Misericordia, One Northside, Side, Girl Forward, and um, Forging Opportunities for Refugees in America, or FORA for short. And so uh, through a competitive uh, application and interview process, 13 students are selected as part of the cohort group for this internship and uh, assigned to one of these five different organizations for internship as well as being awarded a uh, $4,000 tuition scholarship, which goes towards the cost of attendance at Loyola. And so throughout the the entire internship experience, uh, going through their internship, we meet um, 10 times over the course of the academic school year, which is split up between each semester, five meetings over each semester, and through the lens of our uh, social justice internship experiences, we discuss topics such as leadership, uh, civic engagement, organizational culture, personal development and many more different um, theories and principles related to their internship experience. So the overall goal for the program is not only to provide the students with a professional and meaningful uh, experience of internship, but also to develop them personally.
1: And so uh, the, the goal, one of the goals then is to enhance the education process um, through actual experience You know, at these non-for-profits, correct? Exactly. And so what are the eligibility requirements for students who want to be in the Loyola's Social Justice Internship Program?
2: Yeah, so there's a a few requirements to be considered uh, as a candidate to even apply for the program. One, you have to be a full-time enrolled student as an undergraduate. So enrolled in an undergraduate program full-time for the entire academic school year, as well as being a rising sophomore, junior, or senior in order to apply. And so in addition to that, to support the, the scholarship portion of the of the scholarship and internship. You can't be awarded a full tuition scholarship at Loyola. And lastly, they have to have at least a 3.0 GPA to apply for the
1: program. So these are very bright students who are applying, trying to enhance their experience at Loyola with this real life opportunity uh, with a nonprofit. Um, Can you, after you decide who has been accepted into the program, how do you decide uh, which intern goes to which nonprofit?
2: Yeah, so uh, part of the application process, provides the student with a a brief description of the organizations that are part of the program and the partnership, as well as uh, examples and descriptions of what the internship positions are. So students get to see that beforehand uh, through the application, and they're prompted to select which organizations they are most interested in working with. And so that's just one of the the things that we take into account with the the placement process. In addition to that, the, the essay prompts that the students engage in throughout their application explore topics such as social justice initiatives that they're most interested and passionate about. We look at their career goals. We look at what they're most interested in professionally and aspiring to become after graduation. And so also, lastly, through the interview process, we're able to bring all those factors into play and decide which student will be best placed at specific organizations.
1: Well, this clearly is a very prestigious internship to be accepted for. Uh, Jorian uh, and Catholic Charities is, is honored and privileged to be among one of the five uh, uh, places that you you know assign interns to. Can you repeat those other four? That's really quite an impressive list.
2: Yep. So we have Misericordia, we have One North Side, Girl Forward, and Forging Opportunities for Refugees in America, or BORA for short.
1: Those are great places, a variety of places, for uh, young students to uh, think about where their heart might be and where they'd like to learn more. Um, Esther, can we now turn to you? Can you tell us about your internship um, at Catholic Charities? When did it start? I know you worked for our phenomenal uh, Director of Latino Affairs, Dr. Kari Rosita Sheftel. Can you tell us a little bit about that internship?
3: Yes, for sure. Um, so I began my. The official program begins in August of the academic school year, um, but I actually began my internship quite early in the summer, um, and that is because Carrie wanted me to be onboarded onto different um, projects that were going that were going on throughout the summer with um, Lake County and another teens program where we were hoping to promote and essentially help encourage um, Latin youth to get the back the COVID vaccine, um, and. Carrie really wanted me to be a part of that program, a part of that project. And I obviously willingly wanted to also start right off the bat. So I was able to accomplish different like um, COVID-related like um, tests or just to become afford- informed about how COVID is impacting certain communities, especially the Latinx community. Um, but it's, so essentially, I kicked off right in the summer, but the program then comes to the end a year later in May of 2022. And from there, I guess, I just kind of worked all throughout with Carrie one-on-one. My internship was virtual, due to Catholic Charities being a remote um, workplace, um, but that didn't stop me from essentially connecting with Carrie and her onboarding onto to different projects um, that the Latinx department tackled in terms of like um, essentially informing the community of certain specific events going on throughout Lake County and Cook County. And really, I was also like her digital helping girl in terms of thinking around social media and helping uplift the, the Facebook page, because I know a lot of people do become, do get a lot of information from, Facebook in terms of like community events and services offered by different um, departments and different, um, comu- different how do you say, um, community programs overall. So I think for me, um, it was really just great and a great experience despite it being virtual. I think Carrie and I's relationship during the internship was just really, really strong that really just overall gave it a worthwhile internship.
1: Well, and you really did come to Catholic Charities at a crucial time because we all know that the pandemic disproportionately affected uh, Latinx community as well as the African-American community across Cook and Lake County. And so the awareness campaigns that you helped to spearhead, Esther, were vital, not only for people to be finding out where vaccines were being given out, but also where basic resources were uh, being available if they needed them. So that was wonderful that you were part of that social media campaign, um, as well as just being there for whatever else Kari needed. It's really great. Did you have the opportunity to uh, to meet and, and get to know some of the clients at Catholic Charities during your internship?
3: I sadly did meet a lot of them, but I was very, very fortunate to meet um, the indigenous group that Kari was able to connect to. They're named the Punepeche community and essentially they're from the Western region of Michoacan, Mexico. And I honestly cannot explain with words the you know, the experience I had with these ladies. They are honestly leaders in their community. I was able to just learn so much about their lifestyle here in America, as well as their history coming to this country. And being, you know, Latina, of myself, someone who does very much see the the power and just the overall like encouragement of the indigenous community it was amazing to learn about them and essentially get, get in touch with my own roots you know i grew up here i was born here um and just to learn with these ladies and be able to offer them aid and support and resources and just essentially someone to listen to someone that they could like you know vent with and just spill like you know whatever they needed i think it was wonderful for me meeting them and i just know that if. I would have had the opportunity to meet more clients. I would have been just as wonderful. And I honestly can't explain, like, furthermore, like, for me, like, that was like the best part of the internship. And I know that it would have, it would have honestly just made everything whole for me and just learning more about them and their lifestyle.
1: It sounds almost transformative in, in your life, Esther. <laughs>
3: yes, no, yes. I, I think for me, if, I think that's the biggest project that I point out when someone asked me about the program that I was able to connect with these, these women and just really learn from them and just conversate with them. And I think it very much was very transformative for me. And I think now moving on, like I, I'm i able to present their experiences and spread awareness about what they need in different in different, not only here in Chicago, but everywhere across the country, even the world, because I know indigenous communities do face a lot of discrimination. And they do need a lot of aid and a lot of resources. And just to be one of the few voices that are helping them uplift and empower them, I think is very, very special and very, very much needed
1: jorian can you talk a little bit about um with the internship program these 13 uh, students go out to these five non-for-profits and have amazing experiences like like the one esther's just explaining how what opportunities do the um students then have to get together and share these experiences at loyola
2: yeah so as a group uh, meeting five times over the course of each semester um, and through the lens of the social justice internship program we explore those topics that are specific to leadership, civic engagement, personal development, and so while each student is going through this shared experience uh, at one of these organizations, some of them even working at the same organizations, they're able to apply what they're learning in the classroom to the different theories that we talk about in class and also to relate to each other um, as they're going through the same experience. And so on a broader scope, uh, students also have the opportunity to share throughout the entire university. Uh, One of the the components of the social justice internship program is students presenting their internship at uh, Loyola's undergraduate research engagement symposium, or URES for short. And so uh, that takes place in the spring, and it's a research uh, symposium where students across the undergraduate uh, university come together to present in a fair type of setting uh, some form of research or uh, work that they're working on through their undergraduate curriculum. And so students present on their internship and talk about different projects they're doing at the organizations, uh, different things they got to do as far as capacity and impact in those organizations. So the university as a whole uh, gets to see the entire impact of the social justice internship.
1: And I'm guessing that these gatherings also provide the students with an opportunity um, to not only share what they've learned, but maybe also ask feedback from the other students about how did you do this? How did you do that? They're, they're learning the, the mass transit system in Chicago, they're learning how to deal with clients, uh, They're how, how to you know, uh, deal with reporting to supervisors. I'm guessing that those gatherings are also a wealth of opportunity to share you know, best practices that the students learn along the way.
2: Yeah, and and we've learned from past experiences that uh, one of the most uh, impactful and and exciting portions of the program is the students actually getting together. Uh, So many express how they love working in groups and doing different group projects and ultimately seeing where each other is at in their internship experience, Uh, some being at different places they get to share advice and experience as far as what they've done and how it relates to what others have done in the program.
1: Well, as I said at the top of the show, Catholic Charities is honored to partner with you in this wonderful internship program. If you'll please bear with us, we're going to take a break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with Jorian Tucker and Esther Marcos about Loyola University's Social Justice Internship Program and Catholic Charities participation in it. Please stay tuned.
0: Charity's Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096.
4: People always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really you are changing lives, you are molding lives.
0: Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach, apply today at artchicago.org schooljobs.
4: Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful, life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today.
1: Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Bredeman, and today it's my great pleasure to be with Jory and Tucker, Loyola University's uh, partnership, Community Partnership Coordinator in Loyola's Center for Engaged Learning, Teaching and Scholarship, as well as Esther Marcos, who's a student at Loyola, and, and she participated in the internship program um, last academic year. What year are you now, Esther? Are you junior or senior?
3: I am a senior, so I will be graduating in May 2023.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. We're talking today about Loyola University's social justice internship program that uh, Jorian helps coordinate and, and that Esther participated in last year. Can I ask Esther uh, what your career plans are after you graduate?
3: Yes, I am currently an advertising and public relations major. So right now with that major, I'm really hoping to be a part of an organization that strives to help people and it does genuine work for me. I know that comms is a very flexible major where I can essentially help promote different um, awareness campaigns or just missions of or different organizations. So for me, I really do want to take the opportunity to be a part of an organization that helps people and that really does spread, spread awareness about an issue that not only relates to me, but also relates to many communities and at the end of the day, it accomplishes an end goal that will make the world a better place.
1: That sounds like just the kind of result that you'd hope for, right, Jorian, from a a student who uh, participated in this internship program?
2: Yeah, they're they're all really impacted in a strong sense of the experience that they get. And so it really almost energizes them to go out and execute what they learned at this internship program and do it in a real-world setting.
1: Are you seeing that the students who have participated become more engaged in these, in, in global issues, you know, regarding social justice?
2: Yeah, so uh, one common thing that we see throughout the internships is that these students who are selected are already um, civically engaged throughout the community. And so they have background doing impactful work for their shared community. And so that carries them over to be interested in the social justice internship program where they're able to do it with such a prominent organization, uh, some of the five that we mentioned. And so they're able to continue that work after the internship experience and know what it actually looks like to execute that in a real world setting.
1: And may i ask do you have goals for the future of this program where would you like to see this program in one three or five years
2: yeah so um moving forward I would, I would like to see it grow as far as the cohort size um the program is currently for 13 students throughout the academic school year so in time we're able to increase that to maybe 15 or to 20 students in the future i think that would be a great goal to set for the future and then ultimately maybe even bringing in more organizations as part of those five to increase it to maybe eight different organizations or even 10 organizations. So to broaden the scope of the, the program and give students more options on where they can engage in the internship.
1: That makes a lot of sense because you said you have many more applications than you have positions to fill, correct?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And in the average year, we can see more than 50 applications coming in. And so the the difficult part is seeing that so many of these applications are great and quality applications and you don't have enough spots to reward all of those students who deserve the spots. So increasing the capacity for the program would be the ultimate goal so that more students are able to participate in the future.
1: I will hope for that as well. Um, Esther, can I ask, you know, when you have worked with social workers at Catholic Charities across our different programs and services, you know, what do you think of, have you, what have you learned about social work um, as a profession?
3: Uh, For me, I think I've learned that essentially social work is everywhere and can be found everywhere. Um, even with my communications major, I know that I'll be able to help communities and people, especially vulnerable communities and people in, in a lot of what they need help in. And I think social work is very much a field that isn't paid enough attention to, especially because it's they make such a, a massive impact in communities and it is lacking in some. And I think overall, I know I've just grown a greater appreciation for those who have dedicated themselves to this field. And I know that I will will certainly try my best and do my best to help them and aid them and aid their their missions and their goals, because I know that there's a lot of value in the work that they do. And if just more people were able to help them and hear them out and, you know, uplift them and empower them, I know that there's a massive impact could be made.
1: And is that after you worked at Catholic Charities, I know that you were, you know, deeply engaged in in the work of the Latino Affairs Department. But were there other programs and services that that became especially meaningful to you as you got to know their work as well?
3: Yes. Um, Being a founder of immigrants, um, the immigration office and essentially those who were in charge of aiding people in terms of law, um, really, really spoke to me, listening to them and le- learning about how there's different bills going on in Congress and in our local community and how I knew that, well, these laws will come to affect real people, people like my like my family members, like my parents. And I know that it's very, very important to be aware of what's going on in our political world, especially because, we, again, these laws will be impacting real people's and real people's lives. So for me, it just made it just encouraged me more to be informed, to stay educated, to stay updated with what's going on around me. I know local elections, for instance, aren't paid enough attention to as much as our grand national ones, but I know now that they're just as important and you know, getting people out there to vote and be aware of the candidates available is just as important. So I think for me, I know I'm I'm even more motivated to also possibly even dip my toes into that sphere because again, um I know it's another field that's very much needed in as many voices as possible to represent our diverse communities.
1: Well, you're very well spoken, so I can see why you might be considering that yourself. Um, <laughs> Jorian, <laughs> is there opportunities for former interns to speak to newer interns? Perhaps, you know, this fall, did you have some of the former interns come in and welcome the new interns to help them see what a, a wonderful, enriching experience this is?
2: So we haven't had the opportunity to invite uh, former interns back to the new group but with this being such a close-knit group, and even the group that I have now, i found that so many of them already know each other. Uh, for example, with the first day of class walking in and just hearing some of the conversations taking place, it was almost as if they already had classes together or some of them might have even went to high school together. So naturally being a part of that closer core hit, uh, cohort group, the students naturally bond together. And then um, I often hear times that students are able to connect with the former interns, um, Maybe they mentor them or they have classes with them or to see them throughout campus so they're able to keep and maintain those relationships moving forward and gain advice and direction from those former interns.
1: To me, that's a, a, one of the wonderful things about Loyola University, that it's a, a significant university in the United States, but it's, it's a nice size so that, as you said, in many cases, people may have already uh, you know, seen each other, been in other clubs or other organizations together. Um, and so that, that ability to know each other as they're walking into this uh, internship just makes that comfort level you know, even larger that everybody's in this together and we've got friends here and we're gonna make the most of this experience uh, together.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then um, it's just it's just great for them to, to be able to connect to each other and to lean on each other for that advice. Talking about and thinking about the smaller size of the group, which is 13 students. They're able to lean on each other strongly throughout the, the entire school year and able to form those close-knit relationships as opposed to classes, which are larger in size, where you might not have the the capacity or opportunity to engage on a more personal level.
1: And so, Jorian, if anybody in our audience would like to learn more about Loyola University's Social Justice Internship Program, what's the best way for them to reach out to you and and ask questions and learn more?
2: Yeah, so I would direct them to Loyola University's website, hashtag CELTS, which is C-E-L-T-S, that stands for Center for Engaged Learning, Teaching, and Scholarship. And on our page, we have a Social Justice Initiatives page, which is our Social Justice Internship. And it it tells you more about the different internship positions being offered to students. It gives descriptions of the organizations that we work and partner with for the program, as well as providing a little bit of a preview for each student and what they are uh, doing at these organizations and who they are on campus.
1: I saw those write-ups as well, and Esther, you did a beautiful job describing your internship and what it meant to you, uh, but also, you know, inspiring others to get involved as well. What would you say to someone who might be considering um, this program in the future, Esther?
3: I think it's most definitely, if if the student feels lost within the program, to without a doubt reach out to a former alumni of the program I actually had. Uh, an intern who's currently in the program reach out to me because we happen to know each other before the program as well And I wasn't aware that she was I was accepted into the program and she reached out to me. She's like, hey um, How do I do this? Do you have any advice? And I'm more than happy to, you know, send her voice memos text messages I'm like, hey, I'd suggest you maybe do this Don't don't be scared to ask your supervisor for questions because it's better to ask than to wonder and kind of sit there and not know what to do um, so, I think that'd be the biggest piece of advice just knowing how to ask help, and that there, there are students who are more than willing to share their experiences as well and share their advice. And as you mentioned before, the best practices to how to best succeed at this internship program.
1: There's no bad question, right, Esther?
3: Yes, exactly, exactly. And we're now
1: fortunate to have another intern in the communications department this fall, Marcy Garza, And so she speaks so highly of both of you. Um, and we're thrilled to see this program continue, this partnership continue with Catholic Charities. Because as I said at the top of the show, it really is a win-win for both of our organizations, but also Catholic Charities clients. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing these experiences with us, Esther, but also telling us about the program, Jorian, and how much that partnership between Loyola and Catholic Charities is enriching so many lives. Thank you both for being on the show today and I look forward to staying in touch with you both uh, as this year progresses.
2: Thank you so much, Katie. I'm glad to be here.
1: Thank you and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman and on behalf of everyone at Catholic Charities, we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities.